This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast session number 175, Seven Warning Signs That You're In the Wrong Business. Hi there, and welcome to session number 175 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a 20 plus year hiatus, the lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. So before we get into this session, which I have all the segments on this one, I'm excited to share the content with you. I want to invite you to join me on Facebook Live on Mondays, 8 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, as we talk dance, life, and business on Facebook. Any questions or any comments, please feel free to send me a direct message on any of the social platforms or email me at Annette at AnnetteBone.com. So I would love to see you there. I'm there every Monday, and you can always catch the replay. So coming up on our Step to Success segment, Bring the heat, keep your cool. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, flip your grip. In our Freestyle Flow segment, divine and decadent. And in our feature presentation, seven warning signs that you're in the wrong business. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, this is Ori, creator of Sharky, the Belly Dance Workout, and I'm a dancer and entrepreneur, and you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Today's step to success comes in the form of a water bottle, not any kind of water bottle, but their tagline is bring the heat, keep your cool. And I've always wanted to get one of these hydro flask water bottles. And I got one from this company called, I hope I pronounce it right, Takia. (laughs) And I will link it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 175. So I'm finding I'm using this water bottle quite regularly. I take it to yoga, I take it to dance, I take it everywhere almost. And it keeps, it really does keep it cool. Like I'm shocked at how cool the water is and and that it doesn't taste like metal. (laughs) So I've had containers before where it, it had that aftertaste from whatever the material was of the container. So I highly recommend this brand. I know the Hydro Flask brand is very good too, but if this helps you get more water in your day, and especially since it's been, at least in Southern California, it's been way hot. So it comes in handy. So whatever you need to do to up your water intake, get one of these containers or get a hydro flask or something that is BPA free, can keep it cold and that you will actually use. I'm using this, like I said, all the time. So Takia water container, bring the heat, keep your cool. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. Today, we are talking about a recent workshop experience 
It was called Flip Your Grip, and it was a backbending workshop that I took at my yoga studio that I normally go to. It was awesome. I learned a lot. I love workshops where you can dive deeper into a subject, get a little bit more one-on-one with the instructor, and of course, the challenge of it all, which at times can be frustrating, but (laughs) when you come to the end of it, at least when I come to the end of stuff like this and I'm working through things I'm very thankful for the experience and very thankful for the new things that I learned and that I can continue working on. So with backbends, one of the reasons I took this, of course, I love the teacher. Secondly, I wanted to find or I wanted to learn the proper way to get into some of the things that are not talked about in a regular yoga setting. And it's because of time, just because of time constraints. So one thing I found was that a lot of the stuff that is done with backbends is not so much about crunching the back as it is about extending and lengthening from the two endpoints, whether you're being more grounded at your feet or at your knees and extending out of your waist and your core area into the shoulders. And I found that there's a lot of shoulder work that I still need to work on. And I did know that kind of, (laughs) but not to the extent that was explained in the workshop. So I bring this up because there's always something new to learn. Just when you think that you have things figured out and you never have things completely figured out, but it's exciting to know that there's always something new to learn and that there's always something new to work on if you're in the growth mindset. So take advantage of things like this that come up, whether it is something in dance, it's a intensive or a workshop or something else in your business, a training that you want to do. Take action in terms of what you learn at the workshop. So I'm, I'm already thinking, okay, I, I need to apply this and this and this. And I'm always in that mindset anyway, but constant reminders, constantly being in that mode, when you participate in stuff like this, it's a lot easier because it's always front of mind because you've already experienced it. So flip your grip, the backbending workshop that I took, I will definitely take again when it's offered. And we'll continue on this journey that I'm on of constantly growing, learning, and adapting. And now anything goes with freestyle flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? Chocolate and peanut butter, chocolate and almond butter, chocolate and cashew butter, chocolate and sunflower butter, chocolate and almost any type of nut butter is quite divine and quite decadent. Yummy. Oh my goodness. I was thinking about this because it's been so hot lately and how nice it is to have a little bit of cashew milk ice cream or coconut milk ice cream. Such great alternatives that we have these days if you don't do dairy. And so I love stuff like this. And I I also put chia seeds in my ice cream if I have it and something else crunchy like granola. <laughs> I love texture in my food. I love the the difference when you have something creamy and something crunchy at the same time. So I was thinking about that because it's been so hot and I'm happy that there are substitutes like chocolate, like raw chocolate and sunflower butter when you want something divine and something decadent. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. 
I used to spend a lot of time dwelling on mistakes I've made, feeling guilty for what I could have done, what I should have done, what I would have done, spending a lot of creative and mental time on things I could no longer control. I thought in doing that, somehow that time spent would make itself up and that these mistakes I had made, the time I spent on reflecting on these things I made and not in a good way would somehow make the situation better. And that is not the case. I also felt that the more mistakes I made, the more failures I had, that somehow that would delay any type of success or attainment of whatever whatever it was that I was going for. And of course, that is false too. So I've learned quite a bit. I've changed my perspectives quite a bit. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, (laughs) it has been a huge process and it continues to be and will always be a process. I feel that there's always something that you can learn. There's always some kind of adjustment that you can make to further along your growth process, whatever it may be. And that's what I'm about. If you're not about the growth process and about learning and growing, then this means nothing. And it, and you might as well stop listening right now, <laughs> because I'm always going to be talking about this kind of stuff. So I was thinking about warning signs and how I was looking at as I was walking around. And I was looking at the crosswalk signs and the different signs of the streets and when to park and when not to park and warning signs or your car is going to be towed. It made me think about warning signs in business about anything. You could actually apply this to anything. If there's warning signs in a situation to be aware of them and to pay attention to them. And I think trusting our gut and trusting our intuition really it's is the bottom line, paying attention to that and how you're going to proceed after you get these warning signs and you see these things, these type of things. So seven warning signs that you're in the wrong business. <laughs> Ooh, so much I can say about this because I speak from personal experience. Business is not perfect because people are not perfect. So it will always be that way. Number one, your treatment is conditional. And what I mean by that is that you're not treated as a human, but more as a cog in the wheel, as a means to an end, as a number, as a thing to accomplish someone else's goal. So you're not valued as a person, as someone with their own creative ideas, as someone with feelings and with their own goals and dreams, but you are a conduit to someone else's goals and someone else's dreams, and you're treated as such, and it's very obvious. So that is definitely a warning sign. Number two, the definition of success is put upon you not because of what you think success should be, but what someone else thinks success should be. And if you disagree with that, then somehow you are treated differently. That also goes to number one. So the promotion of the definition of success being put on you that is not congruent with what you believe success is, because success is different for everyone. And that is okay. Warning sign number three, that you're in the wrong business is that other people and other businesses are ridiculed, whether it's done publicly or privately, there's more time spent on how other people and other businesses are not quote unquote, right. Number four warning sign that you are in the wrong type of business is that you're not passionate about the product or service being offered. 
When I was involved in a different business model years ago, I was promoting products that I did not believe in. And I thought that the end result of what I wanted to achieve at that time would push me enough to want to promote these products. And that was not the case because I didn't believe them, believe in them in the first place. The ingredients were not ideal. I didn't agree with the philosophy of talking about these things in a way that was manipulative in a sense and misleading was false advertising. And I I thought that that's what I was supposed to do because I was thinking about the end result of, okay, if I do this, if I promote this long enough, then I'll make some sales and I'll be able to achieve my dreams. And that was not the case because I was already feeling very uneasy and my belief probably didn't even show my, my belief wasn't my belief in the product or service was not present. I had to fake it and faking it takes a lot of emotional energy and is not genuine. So if you are not passionate about the product or service, then I would question whether you're in the right type of business. Number five, you know that you're in the wrong business if the teaching is based on theory and speculation. I go back again to doing something long enough and eventually you think that it will work. But if you're doing the wrong things, the wrong things never work out. So if you are promoting, like I said, products you're not passionate about, if you are trying to get ahead by manipulating people, if you are trying to get ahead based on beliefs that are not congruent with your mission and values, doing that long enough doesn't mean that success is going to happen. I also think about the adjustments that I've had to make make the adjustments I've had to make in terms of health and wellness. If I kept doing the same thing from the beginning, I would not have gotten the results that I wanted. And it's constant adjustment. I've had to see what works and what doesn't work. And I've had to be okay to change things up. I think that's with anything. You have to be flexible in the approach and being stubborn about something, thinking that it's going to work when it's not working. That is a warning sign when you're being taught on theory and speculation, yet you're being taught that if you just keep doing these certain things that it will work. That's not always the case. Number six warning that you are in the wrong type of business is that fear and guilt are instilled in you if you decide to pursue a different business or a different project. Oh boy, I could say a lot about this, but I think that's pretty apparent. That statement in itself should tell you fear and guilt can be effective to a certain point. And I believe it's also the way that you are wired. But for me, it was not the most ideal way to get me motivated to do things. If anything, it made me more down on myself. It made me more scared to think that I already had creative capacity to come up with solutions for things it got me stuck in a very limited thinking, again, for the benefit of other people and not, was it benefit? Yes, it was beneficial for other people for me not to pursue other projects and to not put stock in 
the fact that we all already have creative capacity within ourselves and the solutions are already there. But to be taught over and over again that there is only one way to pursue something and that your life will be meaningless if you don't do it this certain way is really sad because there are different ways to accomplish different things. So instead of fear and guilt, how about love and encouragement and empowering others to operate and thrive at their best capacity with what they're created to do, not what they're created to do for you. I'll leave it at that. Number seven warning sign that you're in the wrong type of business is that you are pressured to spend money that you don't have. There is time and there is investment that is required for anything worthwhile that you're doing. However, there's also a season to do these things. And every season is different. And you shouldn't feel bad for being in a different season than someone else. When you are really looking out for the best interests of someone that you're mentoring or someone that you're coaching or someone that is just asking you for advice, it's not about your agenda. It's about what is most helpful to that person at that particular moment in time. To recap, seven warning signs that you're in the wrong type of business. Number one, your treatment is conditional. Number two, Someone else's definition of success is more important than your definition of success. Number three, other businesses and people are ridiculed, whether it's publicly or privately. Number four, you aren't passionate about the product or service. Number five, you are taught based on theory and speculation that if you do something long enough, it will eventually work. Number six, fear and guilt are instilled in you if you decide to pursue other projects. Number seven, you are pressured to spend money that you don't have. Thank you so much for joining me on this session. I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to spending time with you again. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.